This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello team, welcome to yet another episode of Making Shift Happen. I am so excited that you're here. If you love what you're hearing, please make sure you're subscribing, sharing it on your socials, maybe emailing a link to a friend that you think might need to hear what I have to say today, because I can almost guarantee that what I have to share in today's episode is going to apply to everyone who's listening, especially if you're the type of person who wants to change some habits, because I am all about changing habits to make them more sustainable, to make them more accessible, to make them more possible, plausible, and action-filled, because that's just how habits work. I think all too often, let's see, what is it, June? It's middle of June when this episode will be released. And six months after the first of the year, of course, you have to kind of check in. Hey, how are you doing? You have about you have less than six months in the year, uh, or right around six months in the year, if you can count July, sorry. What are you going to do for the rest of the year? If you have any goals that you're really wanting to, to put forth and accomplish and just smash the living hell out of. And I'm hoping that today can really help you discern between the who versus why. And ultimately, you know, as the title reinforces here in this episode today, who do you want to be? That question is going to be kind of the... Uh, the center of the of the discussion today because that helps you establish your habits because many times in habit building discussions there is a reference to of course finding and remembering your why why you're doing this why you're going to the gym why you're doing some strength training why you're doing skills work on and off the bike why are you doing this for work or whatever your goal is right because finding your why and Starting there is is more or less associated with Simon Sinek's book titled Start With Why, of course, <laughs> as the title uh, emphasizes there, which does help you remind yourself of the reason behind your passions and your actions and things like that. And James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits, who is actually going to be the author that I'm really referencing a lot in today's episode, he also recommends getting in touch with your why behind your goals as well. So yeah, your why is incredibly important. It is a nice starting point to remember why you're doing the thing, all right? But James Clear and other habit-building experts, myself included, uh, also really recommend that you dive into who you want to be. This is ultimately that important mindset behind identity-based habits and really getting in touch with who you aspire to be like. You know, do you do you want to be a person who gets 30 minutes to an hour of writing done per day before you start working or before the kids get up? If so, then you need to become the person who wakes up earlier to start writing before work. Or better yet, this is probably going to be more applicable for, for a lot of you, is do you want to be the person who wakes up early in the morning and works out in the morning before work? Do you want to be the person who has breakfast ready on the days that you work? If that's the case, then great. Then, you know, you need to start waking up earlier in the morning if you want to get your workouts done in the, in the morning. But if you have a typical work day, of course, if you're a shift worker, obviously there's an exception there. Uh, and then if you want to do meal prepping one to two days a week to prep breakfast, that's what you need to do. So it's, 
it's the idea here of imagining the person that you want to be. Or another example is maybe you know someone in your life who exemplifies these virtues that you admire so much. And I want you to ask yourself, what does that person do that you want to do? So that person in mind that you aspire to be, what are they doing to make that so, to make that be? What are the things that you need to do to become the person who accomplishes the thing that you want to do? So reflect on that and ask that question because who you want to be and who you want to become, that is what's really going to help you, you know, shine the flashlight on those gaps. And, you know, an example I actually use with my, one of my clients this past week is, are you choosing to be the person who eats the hamburger and fries and hammers two to six beers every time that you go out to eat with your friends, despite your desire to shed some extra body fat? Or are you the person who maybe eats the burger, but skips the fries for at least a little bit of a 1% better action towards your goals? And that's just an example. And that's not to say that burgers and fries and beers are like to be avoided at all cost for ideal health and functioning and things like that in life. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. Don't put words in my mouth. But there is that 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 gradient or that that dial that I talked about a couple of episodes ago. And I'll link those episodes in the in the show notes because they they do pertain to habit building and, and things like that because it's incredibly important to really get in touch with that. Because here's the thing is those, that person, are you going to be the person who binges on the weekends or eats the hamburger and fries and hammers those beers every time you go out with your friends, despite your goals? Or are you the person that maybe takes away the fries, you know, as a little bit of a one action, 1% action, or maybe takes away the beer and has a non-alcoholic beer or something like that, right? Or kombucha, who knows? Or water. (laughs) Because here's the thing. Every action that you take in life is a vote for the person that you want to become. James Clear mentions this constantly in his book, and I can't emphasize that enough. Again, every action you take in life is a vote for the person that you want to become. I freaking love that quote because it rings so true and it really just, God, it just revs me up. And it reminds me of the things and the, the why behind why I do things. If you choose to do something to, if you, here's the thing. If you choose to do something to not miss your workouts, then you are casting more votes to become the person that you want to be, to show up every day, to to not miss those workouts. You want to become the type of person who shows up at the gym, for example, or maybe, or or on the trail to ride your bike, or go into the bike park, or even the parking lot to, to work on your bike skills, for example, if that's your goal. It is not a matter of finding an all or nothing method towards your goal because that is just, then your goal is not going to happen. It's that black or white thinking all or nothing. No, I got to do this perfectly. I have to do my meal perfectly. And that perfect is killing your progress. I can't say that enough. Perfect is killing your progress. You want to aim for consistency. It's more about mastering the art of showing up every day for that 1% improvement towards your goals. Because that is what adds to that compound interest of your time investment. Because really habit building, I mean, it's all about time investment. Where are you investing your time and your energy and your focus? That is where things expand, like just, oh goodness, expand into endless, endless opportunities with your habits. So to break down habits 
And I'll probably need to do like an extra podcast episode later on about just habits and habit loop and things like that. And don't be surprised if you hear me talk about this time and time again in future episodes, because this is where the magic happens is building habits, but habits, they're broken into four stages. This is also called the, um, the habit loop. I think it's also called the habit feedback loop. You might hear it called a variety of different things from a variety of different people. If you've read some habit building books, but it's basically four steps, four stages. It's cue, craving, response, reward. Again, that's cue, craving, response, and reward. The cue is basically the prompt that it encourages the habit that you're wanting to do. Um, good example, and I know I think James Clear uses this in his book. I've also heard him talk about it on podcasts. Good example of this is having a plate of cookies on your counter in the kitchen. That is the perfect cue for the habit of eating a damn cookie, right? That's why your food environment is so incredibly important if you are trying to limit your temptations or limit things that maybe you're just trying to eat a little bit less of and other things that you're trying to eat more of. So if you have a bowl of apples on the countertop, you're more, you know, you're more inclined to eat the apple versus having, you know, a plate of cookies, all right? I know, pretty generic example, but it's true. So cue is what prompts you to encourage the habit. Then the next step is craving. And this is the prediction in your brain that makes, it basically, it's the prediction your brain makes about what the cue means to you. So for example, the cookies, that plate of cookies that I mentioned a moment ago, you think that, okay, these cookies are going to be amazing and they're going to be tasty, which they probably will be, right? Because I mean, come on, they're cookies. So that's the prediction that your brain makes about what that cue means. The response, the third step, is your response to the cue. (laughs) So the act of eating the damn cookie, which is the the best part of the habit, right? And then fourth and final is the reward. And that the reward is actually not the act of, of eating the cookie. The reward is the outcome and the experience from that habit of eating the cookie. Your your response to eating the cookie is like, oh hey, yeah, that cookie was amazing and sweet. You know? So based on your craving that you were thinking like, oh yeah, the cookies will be amazing and tasty. Great. That reward is the confirmation of what that cookie tasted like. All right. If the behavior itself is not rewarding, then you will likely not do it again. So you want to be able to reward the behavior in a positive way. That is going to be the best way to build a habit. So look at the habit that you want to reinforce, for example, and then make the cue of your new habit obvious, make it attractive or appealing to you. Make it easy because the easier it is, hey, the more likely you're going to be to do it. And then make it satisfying because the more likely the more likely you get satisfaction from it, then the more you will likely repeat it. Kind of funny how that works, right? It's kind of like when dogs learn how to do a trick. We reward them with a treat. Makes them more likely to repeat that over and over again. And that's basically the framework that you need to build and make a habit more appealing and consistent. All right? So when you're trying to build a habit, remember those, those four stages, cue, craving, response, reward, and then analyze something. If it's a food related thing, great. How can you make those food responses and and cues and cravings and, and things like that more rewarding? How can you make these things obvious, attractive and appealing, make it easy, make it satisfying? You have to keep these things in mind when you're building a habit. Okay. And again, this is just a framework, but it's, it's a really strong way to build your habits over time. And even not over time, you know, it doesn't really take that lo- that long. And I'll, I'll break down some ideas here because, you know, I heard him say 
in a podcast and it was actually a quote for someone else, but I don't remember us months ago. Um, the heaviest weight in the gym is the front door. <laughs> and that, that really resonated with me because I think that's incredibly important because time and time again, I, I hear it from like shred strong athletes, myself, you know, friends, family, partner. It is, it's true. You know, the heaviest weight in the gym is just showing up. It's the front door. It's getting there and making it happen. Maybe your goal is something else. Maybe your goal is, I don't know, flossing your teeth or reading more or doing meal prep. And when you break that down, the hardest thing to do then is flossing your teeth every night, right? All the teeth or reading 10 pages. Maybe that's your goal. Or maybe it's prepping all of your meals in a week. So instead break those goals down into the simplest and easiest entry point to vote for yourself. So maybe it's flossing one tooth or doing one push up instead of 20, or maybe reading one page in your book instead of 10 pages, maybe writing one sentence instead of writing, I don't know, 500 words a day or a thousand words a day. These examples are all based on your own goals, of course. So please choose your own adventure. You know, this is, this is all based on what you want. But ultimately, it's a matter of reminding and, and getting that image in your, he- in your head of who you want to become and then thinking about what are the things that that person does to show up for themselves every day. Make it simple. Break it down into the simplest thing. Because guess what? When you go to floss one tooth, you're probably going to floss the rest of your teeth. When you just give yourself a goal, to do one push up at the gym or just warm up, guess what? You're probably going to finish the workout. You're probably going to do all of the push ups in the workout. You're probably going to do whatever you have outlined for you that day. And that's the beauty in habit building is you're making it simple. You're making it obvious. You're making it attractive and appealing and you're making it satisfying. So one way to also make it satisfying is after you do something, I want you to give yourself a virtual high five or maybe even a high five in the mirror, you know, a la Mel Mel Robbins, who I love. Uh, And, you know, high five yourself in the the mirror and give yourself that high five for the habit that you're doing and say, that's like me. I just did something. I just woke up early to do a workout. That's like me because that is who you're becoming. And that's something that it's a cue that I'm, I'm learning from that philosophy course that I'm doing, that 300-day-long philosophy course, which I'm loving. And Brian Johnson always talks about it. He's the guy that like basically wrote the program and is leading it. And he mentions, you know, like, hey, yeah, give yourself that virtual high-five or physical high-five in the mirror, kind of like a la Mel Robbins, and then say, that's like me, because that is like you. That's, that's the thing that you're doing. You're doing the thing. You're doing the thing that you want to do to vote for yourself, to vote in favor of those goals you're wanting to do and set for yourself to become that person that you want to become. Even though you're not that person that you want to become yet, emphasis on the word yet, you're going to become that person. You are on track to become that person because remember, you just have to make tiny, tiny changes every day. All right. That's why they're called atomic habits, atomics, atoms, very small, right? And that's why he named that book, James Clear, that's why he named that book the way he did, was he wanted to break down habits into the tiniest, tiniest thing. 
B.J. Fogg's book, Tiny Habits. There is a reason the word tiny is in the, in the, book, in the book title. You are trying to break down the habits into the smallest possible step. You don't want to start from not working out at all or not riding at all in one week to doing five rides in a week or going to the gym five days a week. Hell no. Just show up once. Showing up for yourself is a vote for the person that you want to become. And I I want that for you. I really do. So, you know, do you ever struggle to set some habits in your life? If so, and you need some guidance, great. Use the link in the show notes. Apply to work with me. We can build some healthy and stronger and solid habits because I, I do have a couple more spots opening up with some clients graduating recently. Kudos to you all. You know who you are. And I'm so excited to hear from you if you do apply to work with me because that that's what you do. When you apply to work with me, it takes like a minute to fill out the form. It's a really short form. I make it stupid easy because again, easy gets done. And once I hear from you, great. I'll send you a link automatically to set up a phone call for me. Uh, with me rather, and we'll set up those habits and make sure that we're a good fit and then go from there. But friends, thanks. Seriously, thanks for listening to this episode today. It means so much. I hope you have a beautiful day filled with more votes towards that person that you want to be. Seriously, do this for yourself every single day. Hold on to the image and the feeling of the person that you want to be and vote for yourself and your goals. God, every single damn day. All right. High fives to you. Bye friend.